Let me shut up. That's all right. I said hello. I saw again. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to another episode of my uh, my podcast. This is going well already, I can see. And I am uh, delighted to uh, finally pin down the very busy uh, but very wonderful uh, Kate Bradley-Chernis, who is the CEO of uh, Lately, which is one of the best uh, tools that I've seen come out to market recently in the world of uh, social media marketing, et cetera, uh, et cetera. And I just want to hear Kate's uh, story, public service announcement. announcement. Uh, Kate uh, does speak her mind. There might be some swearing on this. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea where we're going to go on uh, on all of this. But uh, Kate, lovely to uh, see you. Wave to my viewers on the, my many viewers, obviously on YouTube, and my virtual ones on um, uh, on my podcast. Hello. So, um, Kate, it's auto magical. What, what is auto magical? What is, I just want to let you talk because I just love what you do. So what's your, what's your story? Let's oh, thank you so much, Alex. I mean, you know, so you know how the shoemaker has no shoes sometimes. So I'm quite sure that you're better at talking about it than me, but I'll try. Um, cause it's like the bane of my existence. I'm supposed <laughs> to be a marketing person and like, it's so hard to talk about what, you know, what we do, but essentially lately turns long form content like videos, podcasts, or blogs into dozens and dozens of social posts, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's more than that because the posts are also automatically vetted to be the exact posts that your audience will want to read, watch, or listen to and share, right? So it's smart. There's, that's the AI part that comes into play. The magical AI inverted. Magical uh, AI, inverted. yeah, and it gets it gets smarter, right? I mean, so what's well, do you mind if I go down this road? So, so what's yeah, interesting to me about AI? There's there's pseudo AI, right? Which is really just still machine learning, yeah. um, not machine learning, but like automation. And then there's um, real AI, which is actually the machine is learning. And so with lately, and you probably know this, the the more you put in, mm -hmm. the smarter it gets, but also the more you humanize it, the smarter it gets. And this is the key element because I believe that selling and marketing are a, a human centric thing, right? I want to make you feel something. Yeah. Love me, like me, buy me, right? So easy, uh, so obvious that hasn't changed. Come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like since the dawn of time, it's really the same people. Um, but but so that's the emotion part that a robot a robot can't deliver, but that the human, you know, obviously we had that in spades. So it's it's robot plus human is three, not not two in this case. And so when you are curating um, the stuff that our robot gives you, it then it learns what you what you like too, right? So there's a great kind of collaborative team thing there that we think is essential. It is, and um, I, I use it, and so that's why I wanted to get you uh, get you on here because I, I'm always wary when I see the word AI, um, especially in kind of world of social media marketing, etc. Cetera, et cetera. And I was using Buffer beforehand, perfectly good tool in terms of um, scheduling stuff, but it was a hell of a manual process to um, uh, to do it. And when I use the the free link of the how the auto generator works, when I mean, it literally blew my mind, I was like, this is just going to save me so much um, freaking time in terms of getting the stuff uh, the stuff out of there. And then I had a chat with um, the lovely Chris, and he went, it does video. I'm like, what do you mean it does video? <laughs> it does video. And I'm like, what do you mean it does video? And then he showed me how you can upload a video file. It then transcribes the video file, and then does its magic with the text of the video file. But what then it also does is then pads out that particular clip from the video to match the text that um, 
uh, that you put out there. And you can do the same with, with podcasts. And genuinely, since I've been pushing my podcast through your tool, um, my downloads have gone up massively compared to what they um, uh, they were doing. And um, I'm, not, I'm not doing it to monetize it. I'm not doing it to monetize on YouTube. But if it starts to go up and that starts to happen, that's awesome. But the key thing, it means I'm getting more reach. If I'm getting more reach, I'm getting more visibility. And if it's doing the hard yards for me, but then to your point, the analytics you get behind it, um, the learning in terms of it starts to tell you, hey, these are the words that are driving engagement. Do you want me to look for more of those words exactly. in your post and da, 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 da. And then the other aspects I, I like, and then I'll shut up, is that um, <laughs> no. this is about you, not about me. How much, how much of the check should I write for you? Like, what's the number here? Uh, as I said, remember me when you sell, uh, <laughs> is that uh, it's still my words. It's that, that's, that's what's so brilliant about it, is that it's still my words, still my narrative, so it's still my voice, so back to your human part. It's my style, it's my language, it's my narrative that people are still um, hearing and, uh, and hearing and seeing. And, um, you know, I'm just gonna take one of your, somebody, a chap called Eric, wrote a quote on your um, your LinkedIn profile. And this is what I like to say about, this is what's so brilliant, it's always a simple thing. Kate has one of those super duh solutions like Velcro that will make millions. And that is genuinely what lately uh, lately is. But let's, let's roll back the clock, let's look back in time. This started out as an Excel spreadsheet, is that correct? One hell of a spreadsheet, that's right, yeah. So what, what drove you to what what drove your thought process to think there's a there's got to be a better way of disseminating social posts to then get to creating the spreadsheet and then from the spreadsheet what was the journey to where we are today and where you're taking lately as a business thanks yeah um so it's a little bit backwards um so i think you know this but but first alex i i used to be a rock and roll dj yeah. so it my was, last gig was yeah, right. Uh, yeah, from Sirius XM um, before the merger. So it was just XM at the time. But um, so 20 million listeners a day, which is crazy. And so I came from, yeah, it was, it was pretty bomb. Um, I came from a, a different world, not a marketing world. I, I was a fiction writing major, which you know you could say yeah. is marketing, but um, I knew the power of the pen though. And I was marketing our channel and I, I got us some crazy placements, um, which was, you know, just because I asked, I had the chutzpah to ask you know people to yeah. do things for me um, and and I moved out of radio and the short story is suddenly I had a marketing agency and Walmart was my first client okay. more or less so so here I am with Walmart and it was a unique project because it was Walmart collaborating with several of the other largest retailers and businesses in the world mm -hmm. and tens of thousands of small and medium businesses so different kinds of people right different skill sets Maybe they do marketing different, but they don't, it turned out. So I audited all the players because I'm a little bit OCD and I needed to understand if we were going to help all these people, they're marketing in a good cause is, is yeah. the deal. So yeah. if they were all going to work together, I needed to understand, well, how can I tell them what to do if I don't know what their capabilities are, right? So I audited them, audited them <clears throat> all. And I learned that there were some similar problems. Um, and number one was the consistency right so i knew this from radio because i used to be in the production department and i knew about marketing a station and the consistency of always saying 101.47 or whatever the same the same frequency all the time you know mm -hmm. um and i wrote wrote commercials for radio so I, was, I knew that and i could see that there was a mixed message happening all the time and i'd done some research which showed that 
Um, mixed messaging and confused messaging is the number one reason for loss of customer trust okay. and the loss of sales. Mm -hmm. Duh, <laughs> right? I was like, okay, well, that seems elemental. Let's let's fix that. We all need to see the same thing. And then I learned that Walmart was spending tens of thousands of dollars on having other people create content for them. Nobody wanted to write it. There was this huge block. Yeah. Um, it was, and and then once we did write it nothing happened with it. It would just kind of get tossed aside and that yeah. seems like a huge waste, right? So then um, I thought, well, let's kill a million birds with one stone. And we had to write social media posts, but no one wanted to do that either. Yeah. And um, I took a blog, I looked at every sentence in the blog, I wrote it so everyone was awesome. I put a short link on the end of the blog and I had 40 social posts really quickly, right? And so I did that with all the long-form content. and. Walmart approved it quickly because they already had. And then I designed this spreadsheet to help, you know, disseminate it out to everybody and show them how to localize it with their human voice. Yeah. You know, so it had like the core mm -hmm. of the messaging that was unified and then you could, you know, tweak it a little bit. Yeah. So that system got us 130% ROI year over year for three years. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. That's, that's Thanks. That's amazing. That's just such a cool story. Like, well, you know, this is like big brand as well. This is not like, you know, some Timple outfit that nobody's um, heard of. And it's for a good cause. So that's even um, that's even better. So from from there, you're running this 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 empire, dare I say, <laughs> media empire um, from a from a spreadsheet. What was the kind of the, the trigger to go? There's got to be a better way. I mean, I, I hate Excel. My brain doesn't work that way. So anything good yeah. Excel, like, there always has to be a better way to um, uh, to do this. But what let what was that? What was the tipping point or the whatever the event that happened to go? You know what? I'm going to go out and create lately. Yeah. So again, it was sort of weird. Like because I came from the radio background, what I had done for XM was, you know, XM at the time this was really unique to have like all these stations broadcasting across the, the globe and the, yeah. the nation. Um, but all of those DJs had to um, collaborate in a library in the cloud. This was also very new, mm -hmm. and so I understood the the value of naming conventions yeah. and all the little details that have to go into having quality metadata for, for for people to operate, right? So the spreadsheets were designed to replicate that system. They were at the core, like an organizing house for mm -hmm. all this stuff that we were doing. Yeah. Um, and so organizing is what I do really well. My, my closets are beautiful, <laughs> I must say. My, <laughs> my car is a shit show, but like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, and so the organizing was was kind of big. And so that's what I thought was my my gift. Right. So my friend Steve Blood, who's now my co-founder, yeah. had worked with a lot of companies. He was working for Lauren Michaels at Saturday Night Live and they would hire him to assess IT different for every kind of any, any kind of um, business, you know, whatever it was, sales or marketing to matter. And then to bring it in and teach people. And so he looked at a lot of marketing solutions and he started harassing me. He was like, I need to see your spreadsheet. And I'm like, who are you? Um, and so he was constantly wanting to look at them because I used them for all my clients at the time. Yeah. And then he was like, he was also a serial entrepreneur and an angel investor um, and a former uh, a tech guy. Yeah. And I didn't know that world at all. And so he kept saying to me, we just need $25,000. We can automate your spreadsheets and um, we'll make wireframes. And I, first of all, I was like, don't touch my spreadsheets. They're awesome. <laughs> my spreadsheets. Get away. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and then $25,000, like I worked in radio. I was a line cook. 
before that. Like I didn't have any money. Yeah. I, I just worked my whole life. We were buying our first house. That's what I was doing with my $25,000. And I was like, that's, you're crazy. You know, like, what is that? Um, and then I didn't know what wireframes were because I didn't, I didn't speak the tech language yeah. at all. And it was a Sunday night that he came to my house. He brought Jason, who's now my, another co-founder of mine. And Steve took the money out of his own pocket and they built wireframes and they, they brought me those and those are like blueprints for a website basically yeah. so you can functionally get an idea of click this here and this happens you know and they showed it to me and i was so mad too because i was on vacation it was christmas vacation and i was like you're bothering me on a sunny night at eight o'clock like god damn it i was into the wine man you know yeah. already <laughs> and after that he says i was uh, much nicer to him because i got it you know so it, it wasn't me it was it was steve yeah. who saw that but alex and and sorry for talking so much right. but what happened was over so we've lately been around since 2014 but we've only been in market for about three years now okay. and we morphed um thanks to you like thanks to customers we we watched and listened to what was interesting mm -hmm. and attractive for you guys and it wasn't organizing yeah. <laughs> right. it, it was the writing and the unlocking, which we haven't even been able to talk about the unlocking until we released that video clip feature, right? So that only came out in March. And since then, um, instead of tr doing a bad job of telling people what we do, like I did, I just show them Gary V's Twitter channel yep. with all of our content on it. And they're like, oh, <laughs> right. So it's interesting, you know, how you don't, you don't know. Right, you don't know what you um, what you don't know, and I think what, what I what I love about your tool is it's just it's just so simple. It's just so stupidly simple because if you're already do, if you're already in social media and doing this, you already feel the pain of I've created a long form blog, you know, uh, blog post, or someone in the leadership team has created a long. And certainly in my world, of professional services, I see this day in day out. A blog is written by, well, by sorry, ghost written for a senior person in the firm. It gets yeah. shared once, and that's it. Box done, you know, tick box done. We've done the post, <laughs> gone out onto LinkedIn, may have gone out on Twitter if they've got a Twitter account. It's got naff all engagement, but we've done it. What they can now do is just go, well, this thing can create 10, 20, 30, 40 little snippets of social media posts drawing back to that same blog, wherever that is, uh, that is hosted, then you just let the system, if you want to, or you can choose the calendar, the, you know, the, you can choose the, the schedule yourself or let the, the system itself the, decide. This is the other cool thing. It can ingest, uh, I'm not doing a sales pitch for you, you can ingest all your previous posts sure. and work out when the best time is based on your, um, your engagement. And then you can drip feed this out of, I've got stuff going out until like in December 31. The next yeah. two months and you just forget about it. And you know, the people go, well, if they see the same thing all the time, well, the thing is not actually the same thing because each thing is unique because it's That's right. um, your what have you. And then the analytics you get behind that in terms of reach and engagement, and then it starts to pull out the keywords and then you can pre-populate hashtags. Yeah, it's just a- It's amazing. Um, it's a great piece, of, uh, great piece of kit. Why lately? What's, what lately, what's- um, so, well, number one, your, your messaging, your marketing, your sales is only as good as what you've done lately, right? Just example, yesterday was the end of the month and today I was right on Lauren's ass being like, okay, what's happening for the next, you know, next 30 days. 
Um, so, but also it comes from uh, Van Morrison's song. So, have I told you I love you lately? Um, rock and roll DJ. So. Yeah, well, I was going to say. So, uh, Van, I'll have to uh, dig that one out and put the link to the to, to the end. <laughs> and yeah. you know, too, Alex, Alex, that my team calls me Kaylee. You know Kaylee from Lately. Yeah, I know that. And on your your Twitter handle as um, <laughs> well. So, um, what what are the kind of where are the markets you're seeing the biggest success at the moment at a corporate level with you know with your uh, your technology? Yeah, so you know, definitely, we have a lot of folks in the in the mortgage industry, which is interesting to I us. Um, wouldn't have said that. That's cool. I know, um, and it's it's so interesting. Like, so we, I mean, we look at customers different than a lot of companies, mm -hmm. um, even though investors tell us not to, but it continually works. Um, so instead of dividing up by industry or size, we look at the characteristics of the the human itself, yeah. and then. Um, you know, kind of what your patterns are of doing things. So for example, um, you need to be writing or producing some kind of long-form content on a regular basis. Yeah. So you have that pain of wanting to unlock it, right? You're, you're, you're spending time and it might be wasted mm -hmm. if you're not really promoting it. Yeah. And then you also have some, for most people, they have some small pain of collaboration, even if it's with one other person, mm -hmm. um, for most people, um, because otherwise you might be able to be in a spreadsheet and do it manually and like have less of a headache, who knows? Um, but that's generally a typical characteristic. Um, and then another one is the number of channels you have. So it has to be at least two or more channels that you're generally publishing on and frequency of how much you're publishing generally daily. Um, and if you have a hundred or less followers, you're probably not going to be a great candidate for us. That's at a smaller level. Mm -hmm. Now, when we sell into larger businesses, I mean, they have pretty much the same characteristics. Obviously their publishing amount is, is more, yep. um, but with them, we find that they want to use us for multiple use cases, right? So. Mm -hmm. We give you the ability to syndicate the the AI content across tens of thousands of channels, again, like the Walmart project, right? So all I was thinking was, how can we maximize what's in front of us? That's my, my favorite, I, I say it all the time to my team, it's right here in front of us, whatever it is, because yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, we've already spent, we spent so much time on what we're doing, all we have to do is repurpose it or reimagine it. Mm -hmm. um, and so those are the things we look for, um, but with the mortgage industry, what's really interesting is the individuals are, are go-getters. We call them social animals, right? They're like you, they're all over it they already commit time to marketing and sales. Mm -hmm. So people who come to me and say like, well, I just want it to do everything for me. And I'm like, I mean, I would really like it if the laundry also folded yeah, itself and put it away. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't do that. You know, um, so with those, with a mortgage company though, especially, we have two kinds. We have individual users or just animals, but yeah. then we have companies like AmeriFirst where a CMO is actually doing the market marketing for her 4,000 um, locals yeah. all over the nation. Yeah. And they don't have time to think of content. So Sorry. she'll push it out for them or to them, however yeah. she wants. Mm -hmm. And so then they can get it and know that it's going to be vetted, you know, for their local mm -hmm. audience, et cetera. So, um, you know, I think like what, what we're looking at constantly is patterns, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we're we're often um, bemused and bewildered by the patterns we find because they're not typical. They're not demographic, they're not this size company. You know, it's cons consistently, right? So what my favorite- What sort of patterns are you, so what sort of, when we're talking about patterns, what, what's, uh, I'm an idiot, so I know what a pattern is, I get in terms of- <laughs> Not um, what, what, what do we mean here? What sort of things are you looking at or for 
first sight. Um, so, so those kinds of like the it's this this is the same assessment I did for when I did the audits for Walmart. It's the same thing I looked at. Like, how often do you post? How serious are you? I'm looking at the kind the quality of content you, you mm -hmm. post. I can tell what your depth of, of understanding of marketing is because we're not a marketing education tool. Right. I'd like to be that also someday, but we're we're not right now. You know, mm -hmm. so if I have to teach you why you would want to post 40 times about the same article, then you're not going to be my customer, yeah. you know? Um, so, so really simple stuff like that. And we try to, it's the best advice someone ever gave me was to always look for the patterns. Sometimes they're weird. Like, um, it might be how many, uh, how many, how many touches from Chris do you need to not churn? Mm -hmm. I know the answer. It's two. You yeah. need to have two onboarding sessions, which is why Chris mm -hmm. is on you about that. Yeah. Right. Um, and they were very good. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. And and we also we don't we do demos, right? So we treat you like an enterprise customer because we learned that we have a ninety eight percent conversion from trial to sale with a demo. So yeah. if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. Um, now, can we scale this? People always say no, but like, I am. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I grew our sales one hundred thirty six percent in the last six months. Yeah. I mean, it's as, as I said. I just think any social media manager in any size, any size organization. I don't care where you're, you know, small kind of solopreneur, entrepreneurial kind of setup. Like we are through to, you know, multi-billion-dollar organization. Every single person, every social media team that I talk to, a marketing team, going getting posts. I haven't got time to do that. I haven't got time to do that. Or you just see it go out once. It's like just repurpose this again. Why would I do this again? Um, and I say this line, <laughs> I say this line like until I'm like you know long in the tooth. If you've got a quarterly report, share it for the quarter, because there's no right. point writing that report and then sharing it once. Because hey, social media moves rapidly, and your network is ever evolving. So people that come into a network at towards the end of that quarter might be quite interested in what you've got to say in that report. So share right. it. You've probably spent five, ten thousand dollars in time and this and that to get the damn thing printed. So start making the effing stuff work harder. It's true. That's a huge, a huge learning that people don't understand, right? Like they have this misconception that they think everybody, the audience is always there waiting, just waiting for them to post on social, right? Obviously this is again, you know, this, this is from radio. I learned this. We would play the same song 300 times each week in hopes you would hear it once. Yeah. I can well believe it. I can, right. I can well believe it. So, how did how did Mr. V get involved? How did Gary get involved? <laughs> um, so Gary is amazing. Um, so I'll tell you the full story okay. um, if that's cool. So um, we had Katie, my social media manager, had seen that Gary put Gary's team, Team Gary right. V, posted on Gary's LinkedIn. Uh, something like a social post that said, if only there was an AI tool that would automatically turn my long form content into 40 social posts, something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And she was like, hello, <laughs> guys, pile on. So we've all piled on and like started talking about lately. And then we asked all of our customers to pile on and friends and we pushed it to the top of LinkedIn. So we just made a lot of noise. And we got in touch with um, his personal um, head of marketing, Jim Thompson, mm -hmm. and we got a pilot. And so awesome. So Jim's in the pilot and this is before the video clips yeah. feature. This is a year and a half, almost a year ago now. So then simultaneously, um, I went to do four D's, you know, that's the awesome day with Gary and his team yeah. and talk about marketing. And so I was there and Jim was on vacation, unfortunately. Um, and so I met with some of the other people who were using lately. Mm -hmm. And when you're there for eight hours, 
you get to talk for, to Gary for I think about an hour and a half. He comes in or an hour, um, and there were about seven of us. And you introduce yourselves. And when he got to me, he was like, hmm, "Automation, social? We don't do. I mean, I'll talk to you later." Like he kind of like, <laughs> and I was like, "Hmm, actually, you're using my software right now." That's awesome. And he was so awesome because he could have done a million things and so what what he did do in total gary fashion was he immediately got the person um who actually used uses mm -hmm. lately to come in the room and he asked them he's like are you using this do you like it and ragan was like yeah yeah we love it and then um we had some more dialogue and so gary actually airs 40s as a podcast and he air he left the whole thing in which he didn't have to do yeah. you know it's pretty cool that he did that so then as we, we were still, you know, working with Jim and, and, you know, Gary sort of knows who I am, but not really. I mean, the man has a million things. So I'm sure he forgot about that moment. Yeah. Um, and as we're working with Jim, <clears throat> they were actually going to churn um, because, you know, Gary doesn't need an army to write content for him. He has one. Right. Yeah. And so we couldn't quite figure out like, what is, this is obviously a good fit, but we couldn't figure it out. And then we released the video clip feature and God bless Jim. He took it, he made a fake Twitter account yeah. and showed it to Gary, like literally just put his phone in front of his face and, and Gary said, who is that? I want to meet with them on Monday. So that's how we met. Awesome. That's yeah. it. Who came up with it? So lately was, with video was your, your idea and that's, yeah. It was roundabout, actually. So, like for the all of last year, I would do podcasts like this, and I would get, I was trying to get this intern, a couple of interns, to like take them apart into video clips, and like yeah. nobody, we were already transcribing them by hand, and I was like, what? Why can't anybody do this for me? Like, what is the block? And then we had a customer ask about it. Brian Moran is a really good friend of ours, um, and and then we had a few other customers, but Brian was really pushing it, and so um, right before COVID hit. Um, I, I failed to close a $4 million um, investor deal. I, I had a, I mean, everybody did. I had a shitty month yeah. and I was about to go bury my head in the sand for a couple of weeks. And so Lauren could take over the company so I could just die. And um, before I left, I was like, let's just get that feature released that yeah. Brian said. I, I think that's the way to go. Podcasting is huge right now. Mm -hmm. And um, so since then, been pretty good <laughs> it's been awesome and as i said the and this and again because transcription i think was it it's i mean i um i use veed i use uh there's was it rev rev.ai is another one and all this kind of stuff you just kind of think about it and you do it and then i just thought this is so obvious because all it's doing is just turning the words and the transcription into the post but what was the i said the master stroke is then you can pad the video because then you've got that and actually, i'm actually running a bit of an experiment i'm not bothering editing the um the text at all so I've got oh, cool. the M's and the R's and the M's in terms of, I'm just seeing what happens in terms of, and I'm getting likes, I'm getting retweets, I'm getting engagement. Really? The so human I, part. I thought, let's just, let's just keep it raw. Let's just keep it with spelling mistakes, keep it as human as possible. Cool. And it seems to be landing. Um, well, let me know. That's <laughs> so you know, interesting that you're doing that. I'm going in and actually trying to, you know, figure out, and I'm, I'm now pushing the system to go, make sure you're looking for the keywords that are working, but I thought, Sod it. Let's just give it a go and see what um see what happens. And see, it seems to be working. That's it's crazy. It well, um, it might be your British accent that is just like <laughs> taking a like. You, you can't. <laughs> you're it. When you actually see the tweet, you'll see my tweets like um uh, this and that. Right. What have you? Yeah, you don't. So, Did you know, by the way, we just released um video captioning, so so you can add captions now to that. Oh, sweet. No, I didn't. That's awesome. 
Yeah, um, yeah, just like this week. So um, it's great because, I mean, it, um, people want that. They want to see the video. I mean, so it's sort of weird because you've got the quote in the post and then the quote in the caption, but it's a double, double wham bam. It is. And I, I think captioning is really important because a lot of people are saying, well, yeah, but I'm now at home on my desktop. I'm like, yeah, but you, not everybody on the planet can hear. Yes, so, that's you know, right. just because you are listening accessibility on the, you know, not everybody on the planet is able to hear. That's why they need, um, they need captions, people. Um, yes. So, uh, that's and it. also, even though those of us can hear, sometimes we can't discern what what people are saying, anyways. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we exactly. still need that assistance, <laughs> yeah, which is really great. Um, but, but, anyways, to your point, like it's we're just listening to like what you just told me. I'm gonna, I want to test that now. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna ask my team to test that. I'm gonna watch your, I'm gonna watch your analytics. I'm gonna watch your stuff. We're always keeping an eye. I mean, you probably know this, Alex. So one of the things we do is we follow and um, interact socially with all of our customers and targets so that you're a warm lead by the time we get to you. Um, but also I can watch what goes out. I, I know how you're using the product. I can see when there's a screw up or something, you know, yeah. and report it to my tech team or just tell, tell that we can see um, what people like or don't like, you know, we're, we're paying attention. Maybe we won't always be able to do this, but we can now and it's fun, it <laughs> frankly. And and then you get to become part of your awesome Slack group, which is another great fun, you know, fun thing to, be, fun. Uh, to be part of. And you tell us, you tell us off for putting the wrong questions in the wrong channel. Because you're <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a school monitor. Oh my God, <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? Um, but you know, so I was just thinking about like w the mindset that we're talking about a little bit here. And I think that's something important that this, this understanding of why would I use 40 social posts um, or more importantly, like the acceptance of AI um, in your lives or after the fact marketing, which is really a lot what we're about as well. Like, so this idea that stuff is happening live, live, live in the moment and marketing has to happen before that, you know, or, or report live. Um, whereas now after the fact marketing um, is having its day, I've been doing it for 15 years, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Um, but now people are accepting it because it's like TV. You don't watch TV live except for the election. Um, you you watch it after the fact. You binge it. Yeah, let's not go there. Um, and it's same with radio, right? You you listen to Spotify whenever you want to, and you're doing it after the fact. So um, it's been interesting to me. Like the one audience that we haven't cracked yet, which is, is a, the biggest no-brainer ever, is conferences. Like, hello, talk about wasted content. Like to the end, the ends of the earth, yep. right? Um, so I've got to figure out like, you know, how to, and they're the hardest people. So by the way, marketers who think they know it all are the hardest people for us to reach. <laughs> That's why I always go to, you know, the end user who's trying to go to the person where this is going to make them money, explain what needs to be happening. And then they take me to marketing and go, marketing, why are we not doing this? And then marketing get pissed off at me, but hey, they get pissed. Um, they're very sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> so conferences, let's, what, what is it that, what, why do you think that I'm trying to think this through? Uh, what, what, how can conferences use what you're yeah, doing? Yeah, so, okay, so before COVID even, right? So yeah. conferences have people live podcasting, they're videotaping the panels and the workshops yeah. and all this stuff. And then maybe it's landing on a link on their website mm -hmm. afterwards, you know, and they're putting, a, that's a lot of production effort that goes into that, right? Yeah. Um, and the people who are actually watching it live, not in the room or whatever, are not a lot of people. So for example, say you did a, you did a panel, Yep. I'm going to splice it up into 
let's say a hundred mini movie trailers from, from lately, right? So that's your best quotes that you said during the panel, plus the video that matches the quotes. And then I'm going to either link back to the signups for next year, the yep. signup piece. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm going to tag you and I'm going to tag the five other people on the panel. And I'm going to, I'm going to post one a week for the next 200 weeks. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to get exponential eyeballs on this content than I would if it was just yeah. obviously okay. sitting yeah. okay. I see. Right. Yeah. So you could actually use it as top of funnel for the next, so, well, 200 weeks would take us beyond them to uh, the following year and the year. Yeah, before. or whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, I it is. It. You could do 52 weeks, right? Leading to the day of the next conference. And then you can tie that back to, hey, you said this lot. Yeah. Okay. See it. Genius. There you go. It's, um, yeah. And it's also this idea, right? So this banks on one key key thing which people are now doing which is they're producing legacy content from the get-go yeah. right so it's it's still going to be valuable even in two years if you're still running that boat absolutely and right. i think in the current climate when everything has got everything is now in this virtual world so mm -hmm. everything is being recorded right everything is yeah. being um uh, being recorded in this uh, in this manner we've seen podcasting exploding in terms of what's happening around there and what Spotify are doing and this uh, and this and that and um, you know conference is always an interesting one for me because uh, I used to have a Microsoft um, uh, the team I'm trying to get you into within engineering and um, following hashtags on a social listening tool and you'd watch right. call the conference nothing day of conference if lots of lots of content being talked about and the day after the conference flat it's like what are you doing why not repurposing the conversation through through that this is long before um, come across uh, lately. So, right, conferences. So anybody who's into conferences, talk to talk to Kate. You'd be stupid not to because if you get hold of it now, you'll then you know you'll get ahead of the, uh, the the competition, add more value to your customers and sponsors, and blah 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 blah. Um, future, where what's the what's the what are the plans? Where 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 are you going with this? What's the, the what's the big idea? What's the big exit if there is one? I don't know. Yeah, so there's there's a couple combined in one one. Like so, so number one, as you know, um, lately is more than this one trick, right? It's a yeah. really robust tool from the calendar and all the components that we bring. You know, we automatically pull in everything you've ever written all the time, and it's 100% indexable and yada yada. Um, so we were, you know, we were building a company here, um, and we're thinking a lot about AI and content creation because there are thousands and thousands of marketing tools. We know this. Um, they really fall into two buckets, Alex. So the first bucket is, is content management. Um, and then the second one is analytics management. So, you know, Hootsuite, Sprout Social, content mm -hmm. management, analytics, maybe something like Domo. Some do both of those things, mm -hmm. but in the social media landscape, there's no one who's focusing on content creation, right? So there's other AI tools that do content creation, but they're not in social media land. So Lately does a couple things. It stands alone there, um, but it also, the way marketing is now, these social media tools now are, they're predicated on the fact that the content you have is good. Yeah. And lately knows it's not, yeah. <laughs> right? So, cause you can't polish a turd, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if you, what you start, we want, we want you to start off in the best foot. That's what we, yeah. where we're searching at. And our aim is to, um, you know, it's Hootsuite, Buffer, Sprout mm -hmm. Social, Lately. Yeah. Like our aim is to be in there mm -hmm. um, and to use the AI brain to help you create any possible sales and messaging you can imagine. So right mm -hmm. now we extract short form content in the form of social media, yeah. but it can also be blogs, videos, 
mm-hmm. newsletters, scripts, like anything else. Um, and then you probably also know we do this in multiple languages. So mm-hmm. it's been really easy for us to work with international clients yeah. in, and they feel ignored by other social media tools. Um, mm-hmm. And this, this happened by accident. Again, we learned from you people. Somebody literally put a Spanish blog into Lately and I saw it on her LinkedIn channel and I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh my God. So we learned to like optimize it for it. Um, yeah. But so here's the most exciting thing. Um, well, I think it is. So, so we worked with Anheuser Busch and Bev um, a couple years ago, or summer last summer, baby, um, and we ingested 10,000 pieces of of their content from one brand voice. So anything we could get our hands on that was like text based, put it into the AI brain, pushed a button, and lately would create content, social media content in in the brand voice from scratch. So. Um, we fed it a blog yeah. and it rewrote it didn't it didn't quote it rewrote something in the brand voice right which was pretty incredible that and was like gp was it gpt this is before before, so before okay. G, but now yeah so now we've integrated with g3 because we're doing the same thing with all of our content because that extra optimization thing like those classes we, we yeah, yeah. hold on tuesday everybody wants to do more of that well it's so interesting because this is another blocker we're discovering people mm-hmm. don't they don't think that they're interesting. They can't express their own persona or personal voice. They don't know what it is, right? Um, and so we, we've made it so you could push a button and sound like Kately, or you, you can push a button and sound like Gary Vee, or you could push a button and sound like what would appeal to gardeners yeah. of America or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the Netflix model, right? So you watch Netflix, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for Netflix. All right. So they were very cunning, right? They learned what you wanted to watch and then they started feeding you more shows, more content yeah. based on that data. Mm-hmm. And then they thought, well, now we know what you all want to watch. So we're going to create original content like yeah. Space Force or The Crown. That's the most watched content on the platform. We go to Netflix for that now, right? And that's what Lately is doing. Too. Awesome. That's that's like yeah, my brain is just going. I can't, I can't wait to probably. I'm genuinely, genuinely happy for you and the team. Um, I'm generally, you know, delighted to be a tiny fraction part in you know, supporting Thank you in, in achieving your um, uh, your dreams because I think that they are, you know, thoroughly well uh, deserved in terms of the direction of travel that you are uh, are going. Uh, the future is the future is here. The future is now. Is Justin Michael, you know, another another user. The future will not be televised. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so where can where can people find you lately? I, mean, I guess all over social, right? <laughs> all over social. Actually, before I we wrap with that, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, you know, it's it's ninety eight percent harder for female founders to raise venture capital than men, right? That's just one stat that I've learned really well, um, and. My, that's the game I'm in, right? Yeah. That's, so we we raise money, we, we mm-hmm. move on to bigger rounds. And I can't do that without you and other people, right? So our customers do us a great, great favor with like this. Every time you write about us on social and have me on a show like this, and the fact that you don't, you, we don't even ask you to do what you're doing it. And it's so huge. Um, and it's so important to lift people up who, need it and this is the i'm a big fan of not using the word need because a needy person is needy um but 
we do need each other and we need other people to lift us up. And the fact that you do that for me, fuck man, your karma is out, is just skyrocketing. Like, thank you so much. I really mean it. No, it's, it's, it's my absolute pleasure. And if anybody's listening to this, if you, if you want to invest in the future of what we've been talking about, <laughs> you're free. If, you've got, if I have the cash, if I win a million euro, million pounds on the euro millions on Friday, I will come to you with my checkbook. I will come to you with my checkbook and go, have some money because this will make me even more money when you get bought out by one of the big brands that we are um, uh, just just uh, talking to. I will post uh, the links to your um, your profile, to uh, the lately auto-generated tool so people can um, check us. I'm putting out videos left, right and center on how freaking awesome this tool is and trying to just listen people, just do it. Um, and uh, before we end, what's your favorite rock song? Um, Don't Stand So Close To Me by The Police. Do you want to know why? Yeah, I love, uh, well, first of all, I'm a huge Andy Summers fan. I love short guitar players. I married one Um, (laughs) who sometimes look like Hillary Clinton. I've heard. Um, Have you heard that about Andy Summers? It's terrible. It's like, who said that? Who I did meet him, by the way. And like, at first he was like, who are you? And then I was like, you're my Keith Richards. And then he was really nice to me. Um, It's funny. But um. I, and I love um, songs that start out in a minor key and end up major or vice versa, which that song does, because um, it's a great segue song. So yeah. you can segue really cool stuff in and out of it and take people on a journey, which is obviously what I love from, from radio. And that's what you're doing. Um, Kate, I can't thank you enough for giving me time and space in your diary, because I know you are, uh, you're super busy. I really do appreciate it. Um, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Please, 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 please do. I don't do this this often on my podcast at all. I know you know I don't, but this is one of the few tools. If you're in this game, you've got to check it out. You've got to use it. You've got to move from the other products. They are good products, but there's nothing on this. I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely mean that. But I'll shut up now. It's uh, getting late here in the UK. It's time for a beer for me. Maybe it's a time for a beer for you, wherever, whatever time it is for you in the uh, in the day in, uh, in New York. But Kate, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Alex.